0: Welcome back to New Rock Stars. This is the big question—the show that gives you too much information on the unlimited strength and power you can unlock inside of yourself by rejecting the light and turning to the all-encompassing dark magic. It's what I did. That's why I'm so magical all the time. My name is
1: MT, and I'm here today with off-screen producer
0: Brandon. What's going on, Brandon? Hello,
1: MT. I guess if if you practice the dark magic, I have to be your foil on the light side and try try and bring Ooh. you back, bring you back to the goodness. <laughs> Even though dark magic is so much better. It's so much cooler. It's so
0: much fun. It's going to be like Dayman versus Nightman. You know, I'll be (laughs) Nightman. You can be Dayman. Dayman. Finder of the Nightman.
1: All right, Brandon. Hit me with that big question, Brandon. Okay, MT. We finally got the Moon Knight trailer. It came out this week. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, And it seems like Marvel is continuing to dive deeper and deeper into the dark magical arts that exists within Ooh. the MCU. It seems to be part of this new, you know, multiverse era of the MCU. It's going to bring in a lot more dark magic.
0: Where's Severus Snape when you need him?
1: Yeah, right. Where is he at? <laughs> we need that dark magic. But like, so now we got all these like players in the dark magic game, but like, who are they mm. and how do they stack up against each other? It all leads us to this week's big question. Who are the most powerful dark magic users in the MCU? Ooh, that is a great question, Brendan. Well, Let's go through all the different wielders of dark
0: magic in the MCU and see who comes out on top. And let's start off with everyone's favorite suburban mom who mind controls the whole entire neighborhood, Wanda Maximoff. That's not being a very good neighbor, but hey, (laughs) if you control the neighborhood, then you get to decide who's the good neighbor. Yeah, that's right.
1: that's right. You'll, you'll always win the like uh, the the Christmas lights contest for the neighborhood if you control the neighborhood. Exactly. The Scarlet Witch, yes, she is technically a
0: practitioner of chaos magic. However, now that she possesses the Darkhold, she's definitely looking into the powers of dark magic. And actually, I think that chaos magic is actually dark magic, which is why Wanda is in the Darkhold in the first place. And remember, Agatha Harkness said the Scarlet Witch was prophesied to be even more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. And she's a mom, so... She's already more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme bear. That's right. But, moms, uh, moms rule the world. <laughs> I can barely walk and breathe at the same time. So moms yeah. be walking, breathing, driving the kids to soccer practice, uh, performing heart surgery. You guys are amazing. <laughs> I don't know how you
1: guys do it. My mom performed heart surgery on me, and I'm a better man for it. Exactly. You're going to live forever, honestly. <sighs> uh,
0: <laughs> But yes, Wanda is a mom that wants to find her interdimensional children out there somewhere in the multiverse. And she's willing to use any kind of magic at her disposal to get that done. So I don't see why she wouldn't use that dark chaos energy magic that has surged inside of her ever since those Hydra experiments.
1: Yeah, I think you're right, MT. Like, that makes sense, that chaos magic. It's its probably closer to dark magic on the magic mm. spectrum than like Eldritch Magic, which is maybe on more of the light side. And mm. I think Wanda has like the great excuse of like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just moving my hands. It's not <laughs> like she studied it. It was like she's just, I'm just doing magic. I didn't know it was dark magic. Sorry, everybody. But now that she knows, she ain't gotta stop. I mean, she's she's got a little taste of how powerful it can be. She
0: has the book now. She mm-hmm. has the dark magic encyclopedia. Now that she she can purposely ruin lives rather than accidentally. So yeah, it's yeah. great.
1: And I think I think she's got a good reason, you know, she's been uh used and abused by more powerful people uh everywhere from Hydra to the Avengers like you know throwing her in jail uh, I mean a pretty nice jail you know you get to have Papa Cash and everything but, Martha uh, Stewart jail I <laughs> Martha Stewart jail uh, pretty nice compound but um yeah I think I think she's got she's got her reasons and you know now that she knows that she has kids or manifested kids or that there's a version Mm. of her with kids. She wants to find them. She wants them back. Uh, So everybody better get the (laughs) out of her way. Get the creep out of her way because she's coming for you. But of course,
0: next up we got the queen of dark magic herself. We got to talk about Agatha Harkness baby Mm. because she is the greatest woman that ever existed in the MCU in my opinion. Uh, She killed her mom, which is not the best thing to say
1: after I said that Uh, she killed her. (laughs) That's why, that's why MT loves her full stop. Into the conversation. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Mt is a mother hater. No mothers. <laughs> 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 right, Mt is okay. like these moms have <laughs> got to be stopped. After you just praised them, too many moms against them. <laughs>
0: she killed her mom and the entire book club when she was just a young witch, and now she's mind-prisoned in the suburb. But we know that that's not going to last forever, I mean, it'd be really terrible if it did. Especially because she has her own series on the horizon, House of Harkness. And she's been practicing dark magic for hundreds of years, and certainly learned a lot from the Darkhold before Wanda snatched it from her in a very rude fashion. But even though she's down right now, you can't count her out for too
1: long, because Agatha won't stay down, she won't. She's, she's going to be back on, the, back on the board before you know it. And, yeah, she's super powerful. Like, hundreds of years of practicing dark magic, existing in the shadows, manipulating uh, Wills as she will. Uh, but you know someone's going to break her out of there and use her, or she's going to break out herself. Like, she's too powerful to be held down. And in the comics, I mean, she's such a powerful figure. I, I, I can't see how she doesn't come back and, and really be one of the strongest dark magic users in the MCU.
0: And hey, judging by the name of her show, House of Harkness, I can see that, like, her having siblings, because she has a mom, mm. and so she's definitely gonna, probably has siblings that are just like, hey, Agatha, you, you messed up. I'm gonna break you out, you, you idiot. <laughs>
1: Uh, I think if there's one thing you don't do, it's tell Agatha she messed up, uh, because she'll kill you. you don't. She'll she'll suck away all your powers.
0: 110%.
1: But hey, if Agatha
0: is the queen of dark magic, then this purple-faced bro is definitely the king. Yes, I'm talking about the floating head in space, Dormammu. He presides over the dark dimension, which is, you know a pretty dark place full of dark energy, and consumes worlds as he sees fit. And in the MCU, dark magic uses energy that is channeled from the dark dimension. That is how the Ancient One was able to live so long and become so ancient, but with amazing skin for an ancient person. So is Dormammu destined to come back and dominate with his dark
1: magic? Most definitely. Like, he's gonna... He'll be back soon. Though I don't know if we'll see him anytime soon. Because, you know, he got in a mm. whole, like, uh, logic prison trick with, with <laughs> Doctor Strange. And you would think he'd, he'd very quickly be like, wait, I, I'm going to go back and take, take Earth. But to him, like, quickly could be, like, thousands of years. You know, there's tons mm. of other worlds for him to consume. So I don't know how fast he would be coming back. But maybe if he sees, like, the defenses are down, he, he could show up sooner rather than later. But do you think we'll see him again soon? Um, well, we've gotta, because Do- Dormammu is such a
0: huge Doctor Strange villain. It it's basically is arch nemesis in a way on a cosmic scale. I mean, other than your, your Mordos and, and whatever. But uh yeah, I think that Dormammu is definitely the, the huge threat to the MCU in waiting. And uh, once that Pinky Promise prison is uh <laughs> is is down and ready to go, he's gonna come back and try to eat our planet because yeah. there's something about our Earth that he really, really wants. And like you gotta think about it. He's been munching on so many. Multiverses, mm-hmm. and that's all he does twenty four seven. So if he really wants our Earth, there's something there that like we have, that he
1: does not have. Yeah,
0: which is kind of uh, crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, he seems like the perfect villain to come back in, like a Doctor Strange three, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. It seems like oh, yeah, with, with like Kang on, on the horizon right now, it seems like bringing back Dormammu now might be a bit much. But I, I don't know. Maybe Kang will use Dormammu. I don't know. But the fact that like most dark magic in in like the MCU channels out of the dark dimension. He might, he might show up be, just because he's like, why are all these people sucking away my, my dark magic powers and, <laughs> and not becoming a mindless one and floating around in my, my space. I got to go see what's going on with this earth. I got to show back. Where up are all these again. people sucking me off? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> who's, who's drinking my milkshake? You drink my milkshake. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Get all these boys in
0: my yard! Get (laughs) out of here! Get all these (laughs) boys out of my yard! (laughs) You're damn right it's better than yours. But we should also consider the dark magic-using version of Doctor Strange that we saw in the What If series. Mm. This Strange Supreme is a version of Stephen Strange that spent centuries in the lost library of Cagliostro, absorbing the powers of magical beings from different dimensions, including those with dark magic powers. They became incredibly powerful and, in the end, almost destroyed the multiverse, which is, you know, uh, whoopsies. But it <laughs> oh, happens whoopsies. sometimes.
1: He's in <laughs> Classic He's in whoopsies. Lab. We'll do anything for
0: love. <laughs> we of course last left him guarding the pocket dimension that contained Killmonger and Ultravision Zola, battling for the Infinity Stones. But it looks like Strain Supreme could be returning in Multiverse of Madness. Could. Could. Though, I do suspect that this could be just another alternate evil Strange that... Because you have to remember that Doctor Strange has a crazy amount of curiosity across the multiverse. So, there's definitely going to be so many versions of Doctor Strange that fall into darkness and maybe come across the Darkhold before Wanda does. Right. um, And has the Darkhold corrupt their minds. So, um, maybe this Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness isn't Strange Supreme, but... We can't not – we can't discount the possibility, I guess. Yeah,
1: because they – you know, when What If was out, they made that statement that, like, well, some of these characters might transition into the real world. It seems like they were Mm. mainly doing it for Captain Carter, but – it is strange, strange to show that <laughs> character in the trailer after we, we just went mm. about the What If series and you just said we're going to bring people over and you show us this and he's like kind of the same, but at the end of What If, he was like kind of being good. I don't know. It's very confusing, <laughs> but I, I like that idea of TV. It, it, it makes me think that because Stephen Strange is so curious and so consumed with being the most powerful and the most smart and the most right, that in the multiverse, it, wouldn't it be awesome it, or not awesome or uh, interesting if most Doctor Stranges are evil and like really the one mm. in the MCU and the one in like Earth 616 are good? But most of them turn out evil. Like, that that's an interesting little twist. Like, we have we have oh, the yeah. quirky ones, the, the ones who stay on the good side. Yeah,
0: no, I think that that's exactly what this uh, Doctor Strange movie is going to do in Multiverse of Madness. It's going to be like, all right, we, yeah, Mord, our, our Mordor thinks that Doctor Strange is bad, but like, he could be a lot worse on the multiversal <laughs> scale. Yeah. Trust and believe. And like, since we are, we're getting, of course, Kang and the introduction of the Council of Kangs, and a, we're probably going to get a Council of Reeds, I think that we're going to see. Um, Um, You know, different uh, groups of variants sort of like interacting on a multiversal Mm. scale. So we saw Kang and now we're going to see how Doctor Strange affects the multiversal scale. And it's not going to be great because uh, there's there's probably just a couple of really not great Doctor Strange evil people out there that want to destroy the multiverse on purpose or maybe even by accident. Because of their curiosity. Right. Because uh, Dr. Strange is manipulating the time stone too much. Too much probably, on a manipulation of <laughs> the time
1: zone. Yeah, you know all about that, MT. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, if this is, whatever this is in Multiverse of Madness, we'll find out. But the fact that there is a strange Supreme out there who spent mm. centuries absorbing uh, the powers of other dimensional beings some of them uh, certainly dark magic and absorbing mm-hmm. their powers uses that dark magic uh, this could be why Dormammu shows back up and he's like wait what's going on? there's an evil Doctor Strange the one Doctor Strange made, was telling me I'm the bad guy and now there's this guy right? what's going on? I
0: imagine like Dormammu makes friends with this
1: Doctor Strange he's like hey you're pretty good I like you I like you you're, you're, you're on the right track I'm, I'm on your side buddy let's Oh, f <laughs> up this Doctor Strange. Uh, that's too nice.
0: But hey, now we come to Moon Knight, which will introduce Khonshu, the mythical being that imbues Mark Spector with his Moon Knight powers. And in the comics, we learn from Null that Kanchu is an elder god predating Earth itself. He's just sort of become part of Egyptian mythology. And we don't know yet how he'll be represented in the MCU, but like most gods that we've seen so far, he'll probably be pretty powerful. He has superhuman strength, healing, durability, and is pretty much immortal. And he wields magic and mystical energies. And in the comics, has even absorbed the powers of other heroes, which is pretty diesel. And even though he gave Mark Spector the Moon Knight powers, he's pretty much an antagonist for Mark, since Khonshu pretty much wants to use Mark to unleash vengeance on Earth, which is not the greatest thing.
1: Uh, I mean earth kind
0: of deserves it
1: uh, we're, uh, we're due for a yeah. little vengeance yeah
0: yeah uh, I mean I know yeah on a, on a universal scale earth has been doing a little bit too much uh, <laughs> like snapping yeah, yeah. Uh, two snaps um all this. Yeah. Weird stuff with Captain Marvel. I don't know what's going on over there.
1: Earth is certainly punching above its weight right now uh, in the MCU. Some of these like Elder Gods uh, uh, and the Celestials, they're ready to be like, okay, Earth, calm down. You found a toy a little too early. You're not mature enough to handle it It's like, okay, dirt circle, calm down. (laughs) It'll be interesting to see how they kind of Represent Khonshu, I think, in the MCU because you know when it was introduced in the '80s, it was more of like, uh, oh, you're gonna be the left hand of Khonshu and do the the goodness on Earth, the fist of Khonshu. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be nice and 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 make things right. And then later on, they kind of made it more where like Khonshu was like, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna go people up, and Mark was like, I don't know, this is a crazy idea, I'm going through my own stuff right now, and he's like, no, do
0: it! You gotta do it! Just do it! Do it, kill him! Uh, do it! Do it!
1: It seems like for this version, they're gonna lean more towards that, like, Kanchu is the antagonist to Mark, even mm. though he's like, here's these powers, but also, I need you to do this, and he's like, I don't wanna, it's yeah. too much, it's too much.
0: Um, <laughs> I mean, we do see him briefly in the trailer, sort of chasing after Mark in the elevator,
1: yeah, um, until he yeah, turns yeah. to an old
0: lady. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that he might end up being like this antagonist this like person that's just like come on Mark you know you want to punch people and kill people all day Mark type of um guy so.
1: yeah yeah it would be really cool if Khonshu was like trying to get Mark to get to the Ebony Blade which was like recently mm. introduced in Eternals I, you know all these museums now I'm like uh, that are in London it's like they're very close to each other I would love it if like that was like part of this story it was like I need you to go get this Ebony Blade and Mark's like I got a lot of that I need to go see my therapist he's like do it. Go do it. Kill. <laughs> the therapist can wait, Mark the <laughs> Think, Mark. Think. I got a question for you, M.T. As we talk about mm. like these dark magic wielders, what about like Mordo? We know that mm. you know he used Eldritch magic, and he was pissed that the Ancient One was using dark magic. But now that he's mm. out there killing sorcerers, or at least taking away their powers. Taking their legs away. Taking their legs away. This is my magic. This is my power. Is he using dark magic now? Or is he still using, Mm. like, Eldritch magic in a a mean way?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think this, uh, in in the case of Mordo, I think that this is just a mean case of Eldritch magic. Because Mordo, even though he's sort of going in this evil path, he's very much on the side of light. And he, he wants to defend Earth and he wants people to be safe. And he's all about the protection of the natural law. And what Doctor Strange was doing in Doctor Strange 1 and what the Ancient One was doing is that they were violating the natural law by manipulating the Time Stone and the Dark um, Dimension energies, respectively. So I don't think that Mordo will be a dark magic user. hes I think he's very much against darkness. Yeah. I think that he actually will be hunting Wanda, if anything, because yeah. she is too powerful with dark magic. But, yeah, I don't think that Mordo uh, will be a dark magic user, just
1: an evil light magic user. <laughs> okay. I like that. I like that. What about like the Dweller in Darkness? Is he using Ooh. like dark magic or is he just using the magic of the souls that he's he's sucking in? I don't think the Dweller in Darkness is a dark magic user. I just think that he
0: is dark by nature. I think that he comes mm. from a dark place, like a dark universe. Like, you know, there. your Dermamu. He uses his dark nature to suck the light, like, you know, darkness sucks light in, yeah. in real life. absorbs and light. So he's and so yeah. he's just a sucker like Agatha is. He just wants <laughs> to suck all the energy out of people. But yeah, I think that the Dweller in Darkness is just a, a dark being that wants to just absorb the light in general. That makes That's sense. That's just my guess. Okay, <laughs> I like it. All right, Brandon, so let's do our rankings of, like, who's the top dog Dark Magic users in the MCU? Who
1: do, who do you think? What would your ranking be? Uh, I mean, I would put it, like, at the tippy top, the very top, I think you gotta put Dormammu... Because he's got Mm. like the whole, he's he's of the dark dimension. He's like super powerful. And he's also like, he's a big enough power that he was not there all the time. Like he's not someone you have to constantly worry about. Kind of like a celestial. It's like when he shows up, it's a big deal. But like he's not an everyday threat. And then like right beneath him, I think you got to put almost on the same level, like Strange Supreme and Wanda. Mm. You know, I think the Scarlet Witch and Strange Supreme are like right beneath him. And they're probably mm-hmm. really pretty much equal. I say that just because Wanda's still new to it and she's still learning it. She's got the ability, but she doesn't have the like the technical skills yet. She's still working that out. But like Strange mm-hmm. Supreme, he's had like centuries to work it out and he knows what he's doing and he's got a lot of power. I like, think you put those two right beneath Dormammu and then Agatha slips in underneath them, I
0: think. You know, I would 100% agree with that. That seems like it's a very solid ranking. <laughs> Dormammu. Is a multiversal creature, yeah. and he's he's darkness on a multiversal level. Whereas Wanda is only uh you know darkness on a universal level on our universe on the mul- on the MCU. So Dormammu has to be the top dog here because he's he just has too much power. Right. Where do you think Conshu is going to fit in on the list? Hmm. I would say that Conshu would probably fit in probably slightly below Wanda almost, Okay. because he does need a uh, an avatar and he, he can't move. Um, freely as an entity so i would say that wanda in a straight supreme would be a little bit more powerful than your conchu okay yeah yeah we'll see we shall see indeed But have you checked out newrockstarsmerch.com lately? It's got our awesome Book of Boba Fett shirt design, The Hunter. It's part of our latest Obsession limited edition series. The Spider-Man No Way Home shirt is already sold out. So grab The Hunter quick because, you know, you guys are really, really loving our shirts. And they're, they're really selling out really quick. So just grab it quickly at, while you still can over at Merch. Com. And before we dive into our bite-sized questions next, some words from the people that help bring us a big question to you. People like Masterclass. This is a great time to invest in yourself and learn something new. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds, anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. You can learn science from Bill Nye, improve your cooking skills with Gordon Ramsay, or learn how to rap with Nas. I'm learning how to rap with Nas myself. With over 100 classes from a range of world-class instructors, that thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. And here at New Rockstars, we really enjoy the filmmaking and writing courses. The Spike Lee, Bob Iger, and Aaron Sorkin classes were all really interesting. And Jane Foster herself, Natalie Portman, has a cool class on acting. She doesn't really give any tips on how to wield Mjolnir, but maybe they'll add that in later after Thor Love and Thunder comes out, who knows? And all the masterclasses are really well shot and edited. And it's it's like watching a movie than a lecture, honestly. And we highly recommend that you check it out. Get unlimited access to every masterclass. And as a big question fan, you get 15% off an annual membership. Go to masterclass.com slash big question now. That's masterclass.com slash big question for 15% off masterclass.
1: If saving more and spending less is a goal for 2022, you should stop paying insane amounts of money for wireless. Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you maximize your savings with plans starting at just $15 a month. Here at New Rockstars, multiple staff members have switched to Mint Mobile and they love it. They got to keep their phones and their numbers and they're saving a bunch of money. Boom, bada, boom. By going online only and a Eliminating the traditional cost of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. With Mint Mobile, choose the amount of monthly data that's right for you and stop paying for data that you never use. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the phone shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com big big. that's mintmobile.com slash big Q cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash big Q and Mint Mobile is owned by Deadpool so that's you should just do it for that reason too there you go
0: how meta all right Brandon now it is time for our bite-sized questions (whistles) now Brandon I got a question for you speaking of dark magic and you know all this dark magic stuff going on in the world is Severus Snape the only death eater able to cast a patronus charm and that is from IAJ Smith 24
1: on Discord thank you so much IAJ Smith thank you yes severus snape you know love him or hate him i think everyone loves him i don't think anyone hates him
0: fame isn't everything.
1: He's the only Death Eater, undercover or otherwise, that we see cast a full Patronus in the Harry Potter book series and in the films. If you don't know, a Patronus, it's a powerful and complicated defensive charm that produces a positive energy force that often takes the form of an animal spirit guardian of the caster. These animal shapes are the corporeal form of the spell and can carry messages, and they're mostly used to defeat the Dementors. There are incorporeal Patronuses that are most famously used by Remus Lupin to hide his identity, but no one cares about those because they don't take the shape <laughs> of a cute little animal. You know, Snape's Patronus is of course a doe, you know, mm. a female deer, Ray, a block of golden sun. And it's the same <laughs> Patronus that Harry's mother, Lily would conjure because Snape was in love with Lily. She's the happy memory that Snape uses to summon the ethereal creature. Cause you have to have that happy memory inside of you to summon a Patronus charm. You got to be a simp like (laughs) Snake. You got to be a simp. You got to simp for the ladies or a simp for the men to cast that Patronus. Because that's the crucial part of the complicated spell. They don't teach the Patronuses in school. So if you're thinking, well, all the Death Eaters, they went through school. They should know how to do it. They don't teach it in school, kids. Harry learns it in his third year from from Rebus because he's being tormented by the Dementors. And then he goes on to teach it to other members of Dumbledore's army. But it's not like a standard spell that you're going to have on the newts. The, that you have to be able to do. So very few wizards are able to cast a full Patronus charm. Mm. I did the tests on on like online. I got a, a like a stoat was my animal. A it's like stoat. a it's a weasel. Oh man, that's some BS. I forget man. what mine
0: was. I, I wanted, did take the, the, the test, but I forget what it was. Yeah, I
1: wanted some something something baller. Instead, I'm 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 Patronusing a stoat. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> stoats Ugh. my
0: goats, man.
1: Yeah, stoats <laughs> my goats. Ugh. So. We only ever see Snape use a Patronus, no other Death Eaters, or any Dark Wizards hmm. for that matter. But is he the only one able to do it? Well, the author herself Yay! had confirmed in a web chat in 2007 that he's the only one that can do it. Uh, she said, hmm. because a Patronus is used against the things that the Death Eaters generally generate or fight alongside, they would not need Patronuses.
0: Wow, I can't believe That's an any good will take time out of her day. <laughs> to say that quote because we all know that she wrote the Harry Potter series <laughs> and no one else.
1: Yes, Thank I don't know you. who wrote the lot Harry lot Potter books. I refuse to look into it. So basically what she's saying is that because the Death Eaters, they use the Dementors, they fight alongside them. They have no need for Patronus charms. Also, being mm. a Death Eater, it's a pretty hard life, pretty dark, so you might not have a good memory inside of you to be able to <laughs> cast a Patronus. I mean, it would be cool to see some like dark Patronuses that were like mm. vultures or other evil animals. Not sto. Not st- <laughs> dark <stout>. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the dark stoats, the weasels will come and get you. But Snape is the only Death Eater that can cast a Patronus, full stop. Mm, okay, interesting.
0: I, didn't, yeah. I had no idea, so this is news for me. Thank you, Brandon. There you go. But I got another question for you. Okay. Don't, don't, don't rest up just yet. Because I'm, I'm, I'm Brandon, on my toes, I'm ready. Stay on them toes, because what is the average speed of a Bantha at full gallop? And this is from MJ in Santa Fe on Discord. Thank you, MJ. Yes.
1: Yes, thank you. I couldn't find anything official on the galloping speed of a Bantha. I know you're disappointed. There's a lot of other stats out there. For example, they have an average height of 2.5 meters, a little over eight feet, just like MT. And they weigh almost 9,000 pounds. These are big, big boys out there. Damn. There's also, if you didn't know this, there's also different species of bantha. The bantha we know is like the common bantha, but there's Mm. dune banthas. They're a little skinnier. Timothy Chalamet banthas. (laughs) Wow. Timothy Chalamet (laughs) banthas. There's swamp Banthas, and there's even Ooh. a species of Bantha native to Kashyyyk. I don't know how that Wookie happened. Banthas? But there's Wookiee Banthas. Maybe someone brought one over, but it says native to Kashyyyk, so I don't know. Maybe they brought them to Ban- I-, I don't know how they got around the universe. <laughs> but I, apparently George never got around to figuring out just how fast they could run. So I started to think about like real-world animals that we could compare it to, and the easiest one that came to mind was an elephant, of course. Mm. But in fact, when you go back to the filming of the first Star Wars, A New Hope, They actually used an elephant in a costume to play the bantha. It was a female- cosplaying elephant? It was a cosplaying elephant. It was a female Asian elephant named Margie, I believe. Margie is how you pronounce it. Oh Um, my God. Yeah, and there's all these cute- Photos of her putting on her costume, and her trainer Bob Spiker was dressed in the Tuscan Raider outfit, and he's the Aww. the Tuscan we see riding Margie. That's so cute. It's, it's her trainer, very cute. All, but all animals should be free and in the wild, and, and not trained to do tricks. How hard you say you had to hit him? Well, fairly hard. So if if we compare a abantha to the Asian elephant that played abantha, you know, Asian elephants have a top speed of about 15 miles per hour and their relatives, the African elephants, they can reach a top speed of 25 miles per hour, which is pretty fast for a big animal. Damn. So I would say a bantha is probably somewhere in the 15 to 25 miles per hour range. Pretty fast. I don't know how much distance they can do. Animals don't really run for distance, but if you get going at a full gallop, it's, it's got a pretty good top speed, I would say. That is pretty fast it's for a fast. large creature yeah. like that. That's actually quite terrifying. I think a human, I think a human averages around like 10 miles an hour when we get going. So it's like I yeah. think an elephant'll run you down, dog. You better run. That
0: that will easily just run right through you. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my.
1: And I had no idea about Margie. That's know. so amazing. I I guess as a kid I, I always her. thought it was a puppet or something, but it, it was an <laughs> elephant in a costume.
0: Listen, Star Wars, I want no more of this Margie Eraser. Eraser. I, <laughs> I yeah, want yeah. A dedication for Margie. She she put in work. Okay, okay. in a new hope. Well, thank you, Brandon. That was very informative, indeed, as always. But now it is time for the box of scraps. The box, of scraps. box of scraps. The cave of the box, the box of, scraps. of scraps. That's just scraps. Now <laughs> end it. If dark magic is the most evil end of the magic spectrum. What is some slightly evil gray magic that you perform in everyday life on a daily basis? Oh, like, my, my little bit
1: like of my little bit of evil magic I do. Yeah, uh, a
0: little evilness that you do.
1: I think <laughs> for me, I think for me, my most evil magic that I perform is when I'm in the elevator in my apartment building and I hear someone coming and I quickly press the door <laughs> close button to try and keep them from getting on the elevator with me. Obviously, I do that now because I don't want to spread coronavirus. <laughs> but I even did it before there was a virus. I was this one hundred percent. That's my gray magic. is I, I will close the elevator doors on you. I will not wait for you. I got places to be. Oh my, that's a good one because I be doing that too sometimes. Let's be real. <laughs> we can all just, sometimes you that. just want to
0: ride the elevator in peace, man. Yeah, you don't want that whole people. small talks. Nah, it, sometimes either. people be talking like, "Oh my know. god, nice day. How's the weather?" Like, nah get out of here enough this is my my elevator
1: (laughs) what about umt what's your what's your gray magic that you perform
0: Hmm. i would say my piece of dark magic or or gray Gray magic magic, rather gray magic um is that i i'm I'm one because of like i have massive anxiety about like responding to tests right away Mm -hmm. i am one to like read the text preview and then not reply for a while because i'm just like "I, i i Respond right now oh, so i like don't know I don't you have read like, it. Full They attention.
1: don't know you Fully read it
0: Yeah I was just like Sometimes mm. I want to Read something And then like Process my yeah, thoughts yeah, And then yeah. reply But because I'm an idiot I forget And so <laughs> I just forget That they ever texted me And I'm like Oh no You just You haven't gotten A reply And then it's days later And then I'm just like Oh shit They think that I hate them And it's too late So I guess I'm screwed <laughs> Some truly,
1: <laughs> truly evil gray magic, MT. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> All my friends hate me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that is it for this episode of Big Question. I want to thank Brandon, of course, as always, for joining me this episode. He is. The highlight of Big Question in my heart, in my opinion. Anyway, please follow him at Grin and Barrack. He's the best. Follow me at MasterTainment if you want to see me tweet some weird shit and theories and all that stuff. But most importantly, follow New Rockstars here on YouTube and on all social media platforms. And make sure you hit that notification bell so you can get notifications every time we upload a video because we do that pretty much every day. And make sure to find us on Discord so you can continue the New Rockstars conversation there. But just make sure that you're 18 years old and older. And of course... Make sure to hit up eRockstarsMerch.com. Oh, yeah. So you get a cool shirt like Superman and with an Infinity Gauntlet because we'd be making cool shirts all day long! All day! But anyway, again, thank you guys so much for watching. We love you guys so much, genuinely, and we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.
1: Bye! Be oh, night man, you can be day man.
0: Day man. <laughs> I can barely walk and breathe at the same time. Where are all these people sucking me off? <laughs>
1: Get out of here! <laughs> who's, who's drinking my milkshake? You drank my milkshake. I sucked out- all up. these boys in my yard? Get out of here! Get all these boys out of my yard. You're damn right it's better than yours. All my friends hate me. <laughs> we, we can't have any dogs, because she keeps sacrificing them, but- But? But, uh, she's banging, she's banging.
0: Uh, the greatest woman that ever existed in the MCU, in my opinion. Uh, she killed her mom, which is not the best thing to say after I said that. Uh, she killed her- mom. <laughs>
1: That's why, that's why M.T. loves her. Full stop. End of the conversation. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. M.T. is a mother hater. No mother's MT's like, these moms have got to be stopped after you just praised them. Too many turned moms. Turned against them. No more moms. I'm the anti-milf. You're, you're a milk moms I'd like a to mil- kill. <laughs> Here comes Ooh. the milkman. That's like your, your evil alter ego is the milkman. Serial killer the milk milkman. <laughs> okay, stop. I'm so sorry, editors. I'm losing it. Okay, stop. I will close the elevator doors on you. I will not wait for you. <laughs> I got places to be. This is my elevator. Boom, bada, boom.